Is this your first episode? No, you're the first guest, though. Oh, I'm special. No pressure or anything, but if people don't like your episode, it'll probably just ruin the whole you're podcast. you be the best. First and no, best. Yeah, you got to. No pressure. Let's crack this bad boy open. Yeah. All right. So, today on the Whiskey Noobs podcast, this is the first guest star review episode. It's me. Yeah. So, my guest today is Justin Chrisman. He is my best man in my upcoming wedding. Uh, we've known each other for a really long time. And he doesn't drink whiskey pretty much at all. No. Which is on purpose. Cause big, big beer guy. Big beer guy. Big, big college student, got to have a lot. Quantity. Natty Light. Quantity over quality for now. Bud Light, yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling fancy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on purpose because uh, it's you know part of this is about getting new people Tasting whiskey, right? Yeah, try something. So, you know, I know when I was first getting into it, I was, like, worried to, like, review it or to say what I thought it tasted like because it's like, I want to sound stupid. Yeah. Like, that's scary. I don't want to sound like an idiot. So, you, my next guest, who we both know, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, both new to whiskey, pretty new to whiskey. So, uh, that's on purpose, you know? I think we both probably drink about the same whiskey. Probably. Your next yeah. guest. Yeah. Um, so... Today we're drinking Rebel Yell. Um, Rebel Yell is, it's pretty common. I feel like you can find it most places, which is on purpose. This is actually a new bottle. I just finished my last bottle. Um, it's really inexpensive, extremely inexpensive, which is on purpose because uh, this is going to be the third episode of the show. So if you're just listening, you don't know if you like whiskey or not yet, and you don't know. You don't want to spend like sixty dollars on a bottle of whiskey, First right? Bottle. So I know, like near me, this is fifteen dollars for a bottle. Very inexpensive. If you're an experienced drinker, this is not going to be, you know, the tastiest glass you've ever had. But I really enjoy it for the price that it is. Um, so I decided to go cheap for you know new folks. Um, so <sighs> that's, that's a great the sound. perfect sound. I love that sound. Um, today's episode, what's it going to be about, right? So it is going to be a review episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to review this. It's not gonna be super in depth review, but it's gonna be a review. Um, but we're also gonna go through a little bit of a tip, and so that's why Justin's here. He's the guinea pig. I'm experiment. Yeah. So, one technique to get better at tasting whiskey. If you're like to the point where you're like, this is gross. Like I don't I don't like the way whiskey tastes. I want to like the way whiskey tastes. Right. You can mix it with something like Sprite or 7-Up, or, or something with a little bit more flavor. It's better to do something with less flavor, though. So it doesn't taste like a campfire. Right, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, or like just like Coke, uh-huh. and you're not tasting whiskey at all, right? So you mix it, and then over the course of, let's say, a month, two months, depends on how often you drink, whatever, you slowly mix it with less and less, and then it becomes more whiskey and more whiskey. Since we don't have a month to do that, you're just going to do all of that, in like the next 40-ish minutes. Next 45 minutes. Yeah. And become a pro. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. going to be basically a pro whiskey reviewer, I think, in the next 45 minutes. So we're starting as first glass, half a shot of whiskey, and a full shot of mixer. We're using 7-Up. So I don't have any ice just because eventually when you're drinking the straight whiskey, you're going to be drinking it without ice. So And the 7-Up's cold. So this is how you'd probably start. You'd probably have a shot, maybe two shots in a glass when you're drinking it. And then you'd have, you know, double that amount of a mixer. You interested by the bottle? It's got a really yeah. nice label for the price point. It is I nice. like the way it looks. How it's, much can you get this for? 15 bucks near oh, us. Shoot, that's so, cheap. Yeah, I don't know where it is anywhere else, but varies a lot. Alcohol, state taxes, it, it varies so much. So you never really know. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the whiskey, and I know you had a couple questions for me, so we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, first, Rebel Yell whiskey is made by Lux Row Distillers. I hope it's pronounced Lux. I just realized I had to look up. <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter because they're not a huge, huge name. Uh, if you've heard of Ezra Brooks, that's another uh, lower-end whiskey, pretty affordable. Uh, they also make that. Uh, it's a weeded bourbon, uh, which means there's a lot of wheat in the mash bill. What else can you make it with other than wheat? You can make a whiskey with any kind of a cereal or like a grain. 
So <clears throat> this, even though it's a weeded bourbon, and you were actually asking me before this, the difference yeah. between a bourbon and a whiskey, right? Bourbon, there's a lot of things that in order to be a bourbon, a lot of boxes that you have to check. Just know there's like monkey shoulder in that bourbon. That's scotch. Oh, that's scotch. Yeah, but that's okay. You're supposed to be new. But uh, bourbon has to be over 50% corn in the mash. Bill. Okay. That's what makes it a bourbon. It's American. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Got to be at least 50% corn, whereas your scotches a lot of times are going to be barley, mm -hmm. which is a totally different ballgame. But this is a weeded bourbon, meaning that it's got a lot of wheat in it for a bourbon. That varies a lot on yeah. the percentage basis. Um, but it's at least 50% corn, usually more. Um, and then the next biggest thing would probably be wheat. And then on the flip side of that coin, you got some that are called high rye bourbons, where 50% corn, mm -hmm. but then the next thing is rye. Yeah. So, uh, just a little bit of background on what it is that we're drinking. So, it's a weeded bourbon, 80 proof. 80 proof is the cutoff to be a bourbon, um, which means it's 40% alcohol. So, for every shot of the whiskey that you drink, 40% of it is pure alcohol. That's what that means, if, in case you don't know, for the newer people. Um, the cool thing about Rebel Yell, and this is something that I like about Rebel Yell, uh, I heard it, and I didn't know if it was true, so I actually looked it up, and it is, is if you've ever heard of Billy Idol, the song Rebel Yell, uh, it was actually named after this whiskey. So it was on, I googled it to make sure, uh, it was on VH1 Storytellers, and he was drinking it, and they were taking swigs from the bottle, and he saw, like, the label in the bottle, and he's like, that's really cool, like... That's awesome. I think, who was he drinking it with? Um, he was drinking it with Mick Jagger. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I got my notes here that I'm trying to kind of reference a little bit as we go. But anyways, so long story short, the song Rebel Yell is actually inspired by this whiskey, which is pretty cool. Uh, and so that's that's just a fun little fact about it. But without further ado, let's kind of, let's get you your first taste, right? So this is essentially two parts seven up, one part whiskey. Okay, now am I supposed sleep. to swirl this? I mean, you're supposed you to swirl this. You don't have sniff. to. No, Sip. yeah, you don't have to do. You were asking about the swirl. What's it do? It's so a, it's a vortex up your nose. Mm -hmm. That's what I came to the conclusion. It's like a nose tornado. Yes. No, um, it's not it. No, it's actually the swirling is all visual. Okay. So when you have a glass like a Glencairn, which is what I'm drinking out of, um, it's wider at the bottom, narrower at the top. It serves a couple purposes. First is swirling doesn't come out, right? Gotcha. But the actual most intended purpose for it is actually for sniffing it. So it kind of condenses all of those fumes up to yeah. this little area, and you get all the flavor in one one sniff. But um, the swirl's all about looking at it. You're observing the color, and then you can actually see you see how there's like streaks down the side of the glass after I swirl it yeah. right there. You can actually tell a few different things That's about cool. the whiskey by looking at those, which yeah. that'll be in a totally different episode. Uh, but that is actually. Uh, that's why a lot of people swirl it is to look at that and then to observe the color, see what, what you know, different whiskeys do have different colors. You might not know that if you haven't drank a bunch of them, <laughs> but, but they do. Um, a lot of the, uh, the age has a huge impact on the color of it. So right now you're drinking two to one. What do you taste then? You're drinking mostly seven. Up. That's what I'm saying. Mostly right now it's sweet. Mm -hmm. There's a hint of like the smokiness that you get from a whiskey. Right. But other than that, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So right now it's it's, it's very smooth. mild, it's very right? smooth. Yeah, yeah. Very Doesn't go mild. down hot or anything. Right, which we'll get there. But first impressions, not bad, right? No, it's pretty good. I like Rebel Yell, just because I I like people throw around smooth a lot, but it really is for the price. It's like smooth in terms of it. You don't get that like. What do you taste? Well, we'll get there once you're drinking full strength. Some, but yeah, cheat on this a little. Okay, all right. So right off the bat, just one word. I get a lot of vanilla from Rebel Yell, hmm. which for me, so everybody kind of tastes different things in oh, a whiskey yeah. based on their experiences, foods that they like, foods they eat a lot of. I always get a lot of like vanilla and caramel from bourbons. Yeah. Uh, some bourbons you'll get like dark fruit, mm -hmm. like a like a plum or like a cherry, something like that. But usually with a bourbon, usually for me, it's mostly caramel. And then I'll get a lot of vanilla, a lot of cinnamon, and then the woody flavor, the oak, that charred yeah. oak. That's what I always taste every yeah. single time. Yeah, just the charred yep. oak. Yeah, yeah. So I get that a lot. But this Rebel Yell for me, I don't know what it is about it. I actually get a lot more vanilla than I do in other bourbons, which is weird. 
But I do like it. And so then also the smell or the nose mm-hmm. will be different than the taste sometimes. So that's kind of a thing. Whereas when you get a more expensive whiskey. What's the difference between a $15 bottle and a $40 bottle? Right. So that's the thing. So the the cheaper stuff, a less expensive drink, you'll tend to have the the alcohol and then the flavor. The, yeah. It's like underneath it. Punch you. Yeah. Whereas, by that time, you won't even enjoy it. As much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, once again, if you're newer and this is your first episode with a whiskey and you're drinking the Rebel mm-hmm. Yell, don't throw out all whiskey forever. The idea behind the Rebel Yell was it's a good price point and it's probably, for me, it's the best bourbon at this price point. For 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I, I don't know any that are easier. I won't even buy you a case of beer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wanted to make it a very low cost of entry. Yeah. Plus, we're mixing it and I could just, I it would... I'd be a bleeding heart if we were mixing a good whiskey, a really expensive whiskey. <laughs> so uh, I didn't want to do that either. And so if you're drinking along and you're mixing it, I didn't want you to spend seventy dollars on a bottle of whiskey just to mix it with Seven Up, right, mm-hmm. or Sprite, whatever you're mixing with. But uh, yeah, so I'm getting a lot of vanilla. Obviously, the charred oak taste that that comes with most bourbons. Now the nose, it might have a little bit more of the fruitiness to it. Than the taste does. Yeah. I think it does. I think I get fruit and then your vanillas and caramels. Whereas when I taste it, I don't almost get any fruit, really. Um, Now, you smoke a cigar and then you take a drink of coffee and you can taste that creamer. Yes. What can you do to bring out the flavors in whiskey? Similar similar stuff. Really? Uh, Yeah. Pairing with whiskey is a big thing. Uh, cigars are my favorite to pair with whiskey. I'm a big mm-hmm. cigar guy as it is though. Um, but another thing you can do, so stay tuned if you want to try it. Uh, our good buddy Bryce in the next episode, <laughs> he is going to be going. Reveal the name or not. We can't. We can't. We can. We're All calling right, him there out. There it is. He is going to do a side by side of two very different whiskeys. And so when you're really new to it, that is a really good thing to do to realize that not all whiskey tastes the same. Uh-huh. So first and foremost, you got to get good at being able to drink the whiskey, which is why we're doing yeah. this. Because like, if you can't drink it and enjoy yeah. it, then there's no sense doing anything. Why would you compare right. something that tastes the same? Something that just tastes like it's rubbing like alcohol. burns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once you get good at that and you're like able to, to taste it and you're like, and you can define like that whiskey taste, mm-hmm. then you want to go to different whiskeys. And say, okay, well, what's a typical bourbon taste like versus we're going to use an Irish whiskey, um, which has a totally different taste to it. This one might be a huge question. Okay. Is Jack Daniels overrated? It's definitely not overrated. Mm-hmm. Maybe overhyped in the sense that people who are new to it just assume it's going to be this killer whiskey. Yeah. And maybe it's not. And they're like, or at least for them it's not. And then they're like, oh, I don't like whiskey. Yeah. But maybe you do. Maybe you're just drinking the wrong whiskey. Uh, but I can't totally brush it off because my dad's favorite. I think it's most dad's it is. favorite. It's like a dad go-to is Jack Daniels. Um, so, all right. So, any last comments on that mix? I'm going to ask you to finish it off. It's Luckily, I only gave you half a shot, so you'll be all right. I think there's a drop left. There you go. There you go. How was it? It was good. Yeah. Still Mostly no burn. Seven up. No, I mean right. half a shot. Right. No burn yet. All right. So, now we'll kind of do... Half a shot of the 7-Up. Half a shot of the Rebel Yell. You want to pull the cork, get that nice squeak. There it is. Wasn't bad. I love that noise. That's why I made it the intro to the show. Half that's a shot. Half, half. Yep, that's half and half so we're at now. 50%. Right. And it's a 40% whiskey, so you're at 20% alcohol by volume. So this is like a really, well, stronger than wine is where you're at right now. I think... Uh, those like party drinks that you get, like, uh, oh man, what's the blue one that everybody gets? Like anyways, they're like the pre-mixed drinks. Those are usually around 20% just to give you an idea. I think Malibu might, they're like the Walmart Malibu. I think that might be around 20%. Zombie, I think is the name of the one I'm thinking of. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, usually you have those ruined for you in like your second year of college. (laughs) I know I did. Uh, (laughs) so now we're half and half. I'm still at full octane anything different i'll give you a sec to ponder it a little bit it hits it almost hits the roof of your mouth okay when you first have it yeah 
like that dry, like, like, it, that like dry. it takes the moisture out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But honestly, it almost tastes like the first one in a yeah. little bit of a way. It's probably, I don't know. So you can see how it, the progression, yep. it helps, right? Because in your mind, when you first drink it, you think 7-Up. Oh, it's going to taste like 7-Up. Right. So I'm kind of nervous, like, mix passing that 50% line. That's so what's going to be more interesting. more whiskey and less 7-Up. Yeah, then what's it going to so. taste like? Yeah. But for now, yeah. So still really easy. See. So you can see, if you were doing this, where you did... A week, mm-hmm. and you maybe have one glass at night just to get your palate acclimated. Oh, yeah. You did a week of two parts seven up, one part whiskey, and then you did a week of half and half. You can see how it's a really easy transition. Oh yeah, which is why it's really good for new folks to establish that does does that feeling of you, now you're getting the dryness mm-hmm. in the roof of the mouth, but it's not so much there that you can't enjoy it. I don't think I could go straight to it though. That's how I did it. I just did. You went straight for when it. When I started drinking whiskey, I I just did trial by fire. <laughs> no ice, no nothing. I was telling my buddies the other day because they were asking about like tasting whiskey because like I'm the one who knows the most about whiskey, and they were asking me about it, and I was like, I'm not too man to admit that it's an acquired taste. Like, yeah. like you'll have guys who are like. I've always just drank straight whiskey right out the bottle, right out of glass. I don't care. Uh-huh. And so I'm not afraid to be like, my first glass of whiskey, I was like, oh, this is awful. And I just kept <laughs> going until it tasted good because I wanted to like it. I was That's like, that's the way a lot of new people are. You're like, I know that once I can taste it properly, it's going to be this complex symphony of flavors. But right now it tastes horrible. And that's where I was. It's almost the same way with beer, though. You drink your first beer and you're like, oh, oh yeah, it's kind of gross. Not remember sure if your I first like beer? It. You're oh, like, yeah. we were. I think it was me and you were cutting firewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that was awful warm. Yeah, and you're like, it to me. Oh man, natural, natural like, yep, yep. Not exactly an expensive beer. Nah, I think that's why it stuck with me for this long. There you go. Yeah, but you move on from that light beer to a, a draft at a brewery right. and stuff, and you appreciate it so much more. Exactly. When I was younger, I was like. Drafts are overrated, or yeah. just breweries are overrated in general. But now it's like, and you can taste like a Bud Light them. can versus a Bud Light on oh, the tap. Absolutely. Totally different, right? Yeah. So that's exactly yeah. Bottles, it's the, cans, bottles. I like bottles, but bottles are like a social thing. You yeah. know, it's like you hold it, but yeah, same same idea with whiskey. You taste it, and you're like, I know I could eventually like this, but right now, no. So that's why this. I think I, the reason I like this technique is because it doesn't scare people away. Like, no. luckily, I was incredibly stubborn, and I was like, I'm going to keep drinking this until it tastes until good. Until you like it. And I also started with a whiskey that I did not like. I still don't drink a lot of it. I'm not going to call it out. 100%. Because, yeah, because I didn't like it a lot. And luckily, I was stubborn enough to be like, I'm going to keep trying different ones until yeah. I find one that I like. But if you're not that way, a lot of people could get scared away from the hobby, right? So we don't want that, right? We want we want it to be enjoyable for everybody. I can't think of the first whiskey I ever had. I know I had I know for a fact Jack Honey. Oh yeah, I had a bad run with that. I think yeah, because I'm gonna probably do an episode about that Ooh. actually, about flavored versus unflavored because there's a difference. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Jack Honey. That one ruined me. I think that's that was like your fireball. Like yeah. you know, everybody does fireball gets yeah. destroyed, <laughs> never drinks it again. That's I think that was us in Jack Honey because mm-hmm. I remember I was drinking a lot of it. Uh, what was that? I honestly think that's what scared me away from whiskey, like the first or, and summer. bourbon in general. Yeah, just that one thing it just upset it, and then right tasting it just makes me think of that. Oh, okay, so now when anytime so you taste like, whiskey, oh, you're gosh. like you're like don't want to experience Jack Honey. No. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, know. I know for a fact my first was uh, Jack Daniels. Because uh, my dad let me try his, knowing that it was going to scare me away from whiskey. Because I was like, this tastes disgusting. <laughs> joke's on you, dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, joke's on you. I'm stubborn. <laughs> I kept going until I liked it. No. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't until years later that I, I was like, okay, now I want to try drinking whiskey. You know, you turn 21, you go through just, just drinking anything, mm-hmm. right? And then eventually I was like, I kind of want to just taste something more complex. <laughs> yeah. And that's what kind of got me into whiskey, especially I got into cigars heavy. And then a lot of people have whiskey with cigars. And it's a similar idea. Oh. You're thinking about it. You're analyzing the flavor. So uh, so that's kind of how I got into it. But, uh, yeah, you kind of you burn bright and burned out with whiskey. <laughs> so hopefully this will get you acclimated Bring it again. Back. Bringing it back. You know, I will say I, I took maybe like three or four sips for the first one. Yeah. This one, I'm. that's a little less. Okay. Or a little more, actually, I should say. More per sip or more sips with less per sip? 
More sips. I probably have five sips on. Oh, that okay, one. because it's a little yep, stronger. Potent. Right, right. So you're still getting. I'm sure you're still getting the oak flavor from the from the whiskey. You Anything know, different? There's less oak. Okay. There is less oak, and I would say more vanilla. Okay. I'm not really sure about the caramel yet. Right, right. I'm not tasting that much. The yeah. Plum. Cherry. Maybe a little. Maybe yeah, like a like a fruitiness you can't really pin yeah, down. Yeah, can't like really a, tell what fruit. Like dried fruit. Yeah. That smell. Yeah. Okay. Do they have a fruit in whiskey? No, no, no. It's so just, it's a, just flavor. a flavor. It comes. It's one of those things where you know how people can smell the same thing and smell something totally different. Yeah. Especially if it has to do with like a memory or something. Um, yeah. There's no fruit in it, but it's enough flavors together that you could get a fruit taste from it. Like you don't taste corn, right? But it's all almost no. all corn. Yeah, you don't taste so, any corn. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's that's what's neat about whiskey is you're getting something totally different than what they're actually making it out of. Mm-hmm. Same idea with tobacco. You know, people say you know, cigars. One of my favorite cigars tastes just like freshly baked bread to me, yeah. and there's not freshly baked bread in there. <laughs> so <laughs> rolled yeah. up piece of bread. Yeah, and a so, tobacco leaf. That'd be something. Just a tortilla. You just roll uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's interesting. So I think you finished that, right? Yeah. Let me get another taste. Yeah, I always... I don't know if it's just because I love caramel that I always get a strong caramel taste. But pretty much any whiskey, I get a strong caramel taste. Or any bourbon, I should say. Okay, that's about a half. So now we're turning the corner. Turning the corner. Yeah. (laughs) Good squeaky noise. (laughs) Yeah. I can't stand. This is a big pet peeve of mine. Oh, wait. We're doing a full shot now. Oh, this is for the people. For the people. <laughs> Give the people what Give they want. Give the people what they want. This is not peer pressure, but it kind of is. No. We'll be all right. No, big pet peeve of mine. Uh, spending a bunch of money on a whiskey, and it's got, like, the vacuum top with the plastic mm-hmm. on it. And you take it off, and there's no cork. It's like a screw top. I can't stand that. I don't know why, but a cork. Is there that big of a difference? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I was wondering if like alcohol evaporated from yeah, it or something. Yeah, it's very specific. No. Yeah. You know, I bet I had you thinking it was official, you did. right? You did. There's nothing official about it. I mean, probably there's something, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, coming to say that, and I'm going to have somebody super experienced be like, no, no, this makes mm. a difference. And I totally believe you, but uh, not really. In terms of the experience, same thing. Have you seen the glasses that are like pointed on the bottom? Point, actually like a diamond? Like a top, like a spin top? Yeah, yeah. And you put the whiskey in and actually like swirl it. Yeah, totally. I think that's just for show, as far as I know. I, I yeah. thought it would actually do with swirling. Yeah, guess not. Nope, nope. Typically, this shape here, the and it's called a tulip shape, where it's yeah. wide at the bottom, narrowed at the top. Just that is the the shape. Them. Okay. Yeah, Glen Cairns definitely the most common. Yeah. Um, but then there'll also be, it'll look like this, but it'll be on a stem, like a wine glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's really big versions like where they're like short and flat, almost like if you just smash this down. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, this is the shape other than that or a rocks glass, which is what you're drinking out of where you can put ice in it. Cause you wouldn't typically put ice in this. Um, but yeah. So have you taken a sip yet? Not yet. No, I want to, I'm excited to see what, what Kinda happens nervous. here. Give her, give her a shot. Let me know what you're tasting. That's definitely more potent. Okay. And if you were, if you were, if you got to this point, you're like, ugh, that's strong. You could always dial it back a little bit, right? So we got two parts whiskey, one part seven up. Okay. You could do like three parts whiskey, two parts seven up, and have a little bit more seven up in there. Um, Now I'm starting to taste the alcohol. Yeah. Like when you breathe out, you can feel it coming out your mouth and nose. Yep. Yep. It's different. It's smoky. Yeah, got that uh, oak, like wood. Yeah. Like almost like you're sniffing like a wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a charred wood. Yep. Yeah, but I'm questioning how much 7-Up actually had to do with it because that vanilla taste is gone. Yeah. Can't taste as much. Okay, yeah. That so. sweetness that 7-Up mm-hmm. was bringing. Right. Yeah. And so that's where you're going to – now you're going to start probably tasting more of what yeah. the whiskey supposed Whis- to taste like. Actually supposed to taste like. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Um, hopefully, yeah, the, the lemon, lime, citrus, from, <laughs> which gone. some will have a citrus to it. I don't get a lot of citrus from Rebel Yale. I but see how. Yeah. I get a lot of that, that vanilla and honey, like mm-hmm. a honey, like I, that's, the, that's, I couldn't. Honey. Yes. Yes. Like a honey, 
but I always attribute that to vanilla just because it's like sweet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that almost flavorless sweetness that's vanilla slash honey because you're so used to like a vanilla flavor. Something to go in your coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could put this in our coffee in the morning. We should try. I might start. And then drive 40 minutes to work. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Uh, don't do this at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it is, what, 7 in the morning right now? No, I'm totally no. kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what... Mm-hmm. It's those gentle, sweet flavors, which... Another thing with, like, a cheaper whiskey, it's going to have less complex of a palate to it. Yeah. With a more expensive whiskey, you might take a sip, and it's immediately like a vanilla. Mm-hmm. And then a, you know, a few seconds in, you're holding it on your tongue, and it's all of a sudden these dark fruits. And then towards the end, something else stands out. That's a real complex whiskey. Uh, this is probably going to be very simple. You're going to have that alcohol taste to it. Uh, that's kind of when people talk about smoothness. They're usually talking about... How much do I taste the alcohol when it hits my tongue? Yeah. Um, so that's that's something in a, a less expensive whiskey you're going to have a lot of. But overall, I mean, you can't. For $15, this is a really good. This is super smooth for $15. Yes. For there to be a whiskey for $15 that you can drink straight and enjoy, yeah. that's pretty rare. Like, this is my go-to if I'm going to somebody's house and I want to take the bottle with me. There's going to be people drinking it mm-hmm. who don't like whiskey. Yeah. There's going to be people drinking it who might mix it or shoot it. I don't want to take a take really expensive shots. bottle. No, yeah. shots. Right. Yeah, exactly. So then I'll take this. And I mean, if somebody mixes it, I'm like, that's cool. You yeah. get a bottle of Pappy, Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. It's like $100 a shot. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a couple grand for a bottle. Exactly. You know, which is nothing. No. Depends Chump change. You are. Yeah. Probably not us. Yeah. Definitely not us. <laughs> Someday. That's a bucket list. Never had Pappy, but that's a bucket list item. Um, yeah. So if anybody wants to send them all yeah, away, so you that'd know, be great. If you're enjoying the show <laughs> uh, and you just happen to have a ton of money, Pappy, mm-hmm. send me some Pappy. I'm not going to give you my address. I'm not going to put that <laughs> out in the world, but find me. Um, What's your number one whiskey you want to try? Uh, Is there that bucket list of the top three? Oh, man, that's a good question. Pappy Van Winkle's for sure on there. It's such a well-known. Or like, um, there's like a Van Winkle Family Reserve. <clears throat> Van Winkle Family Reserve, which uh-huh. is like a really, it's the same distiller. Uh, little, I think it's the more expensive one, though, um, without having it in front of me. Uh, what else? What else is like a bucket list? There aren't a lot because there aren't a lot of like super expensive whiskeys that I really want to try. Pappy is so hyped up that I'm like, I have to know. Yeah. But like anything else is usually so manageable that I would just buy a bottle of it or mm-hmm. go to a bar and buy a shot of it. But um probably like a a really old like Macallan or something something really old that I can't afford right now. Like <laughs> I think Macallan 18 is like $300 a bottle. I can't do that right now. Let me just ask you is Crown. That's a that's a whiskey. That's a whiskey. It's a Canadian whiskey. Yes. So Crown Royal is a Canadian whiskey, most often flavored, usually. Um, But they also just do make a straight-up Crown Royal Canadian Mm -hmm. whiskey. That's another really popular beginner whiskey, kind of like your Jack Daniels. Pulled out my phone there because I was going to Google it. Oh, is that right? Well, (laughs) you got me. I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's it's a real popular beginner whiskey because the flavors, they do a really good job with flavoring. I like Crown. Yeah. If anything, Crown Sprite or apple juice, cranberry juice. Crown apple and cranberry yeah. juice is a delicious drink. Uh, if you're into, if you're wanting something mixed, uh-huh. but uh, the the base Crown I haven't had for a long time, like with no flavoring. I, but uh, once, kind of like Jack Daniels, where yeah. it's more often that you have it mixed than uh-huh. you have it straight. But a lot of people love Crown and swear by it. So um, I know my soon-to-be father-in-law loves Crown Royal. So it's one of his. It's like his brand of whiskey. So a lot of people. That's um, anything. Anything new? You said the vanilla's kind of gone. So you're thinking that's probably the the sugar from the Seven mm-hmm. Up giving you that. Any new flavors that you weren't getting before? I'm gonna give it another go here. Yeah, let it kind of linger on your tongue a little bit, if you can. Mm-hmm. See, now I can hold it in my mouth there. Yeah, and it wasn't as bad. Right. Yeah. Now that I said honey out loud, I like, taste it. Yep. You can. A lot of honey. Um, a lot of a vanilla. 
not a lot of spices for me. Like some you'll have. I I get really strong cinnamon from some. Okay, because uh, I was about to say, what spices can you taste? Yeah, a lot of like sweeter spices usually. Uh, it really helps. You can have a flavor wheel out in front of you, which has all the different flavors. Yeah, that'd be nice to know. That's Just a really point them out. Yep, yep. That's Just a really. Say. You can buy a whiskey journal, which will have different recommendations mm-hmm. in it. Uh, but a lot of times, I'll get like a cinnamon. You can get almost a nutmeg from Scotch. I get a lot of a clove taste. Uh, so it just depends on the whiskey. Uh, but a lot of bourbons I'll get a cinnamon flavor from, but I'm not really getting it from this. I can almost, it's weird. It might be weird to say, but like a granola bar. Okay. No, that's not weird at all. No? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I can almost taste like a granola bar. Yeah. Which a lot of granola bars can be held together by honey, uh-huh. right? So you can have that honey. Okay. So there's the honey. Right. I didn't even think about that. And then you're going to have like a... There's cinnamon in there kind of. Yeah. And like a cookie sweetness, sweetness almost. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that totally makes that sense. That is what I'm tasting. Uh, so fun fact, I actually have up the official flavor notes, right? Oh, no way. One of the things, not official, but what they tell you to taste for, yeah, raisins, okay. honey, and butter. And so if you think about it, it's basically it's a granola butter. bar. Yeah. It's buttery. It's a granola bar. It's raisins, which is weird because I don't get a lot of butter. I get the honey, strong. But everybody's different, right? See, I didn't even see those notes. Yeah, yeah. So, so your raisins and your butter, that's gonna how a granola bar is going to kind of taste. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool because you still had 7-Up in there and you tasted that. Now I can't get that out of my mind. Yeah, and now every set, that's what you're going to taste. It's going to be like granola bar. Yep, yep. And so then another thing when you're rating a whiskey, you usually talk about the mouthfeel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mentioned this took the moisture out of your mouth. Kind of. The big tip that you told me to hold it in my mouth before yeah. taking that, because shots, you just throw them back, and it's mm. that, that fumes that come up your throat and go through your nose. And, and you cough. Make, and, and it feels awful. Yep. yep. But I never would have thought actually holding it in your mouth and tasting it yeah. would feel better. So that, in the mouth feel is, is different for mm-hmm. different whiskeys. So some of them, this one does have that sort of a dry feel. Let's get you a Glen Cairn for your last We're going go all out. It. Yeah. The, uh, the, some of them will have that dry, kind of cottony feel. Yeah. Um, some of them will have, like, a, what they call it an oily mouth feel. And it kind of feels like it just rolls over your tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, I like that. It's a really pleasant. Now doesn't you feel dry from this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to yeah. say mine. This definitely, and it's a little bit less expensive. It definitely takes the moisture out of your uh-huh. tongue a little bit. Um, now, will those more expensive ones be oily? It depends. Um, in my experience, like the ones that, at least the ones that I go back to often, yes. I, but that's me. I like an oily mouthfeel. So if I'm spending money. Couldn't wait to swirl this. Yeah. I was you're, official, you're swirling. <laughs> yep. So now you can actually, and here, let's do this to compare. I'm going to put a little bit in the rocks glass. Um, since people are listening and can't really see what I'm doing, I'm put a little bit in the rocks glass and we'll compare the smells. So there's going to be a whole episode about different kinds of glasses, mm-hmm. but since we're here and we have a rocks glass, smell it in there. You're going to get a little bit of 7-Up since there was 7-Up in there. But then compare the two, and you can really see why the shape of the glass matters. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is insane. Night and day, right? It really is. You don't realize the fumes that escape. It's concentrated right past, to that point. Right. And, and you can pull out all around your face. way more. Like, you can pull out way, yeah. way more. It's kind of like looking at a really detailed photo from mm-hmm. far away. Or up close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's all concentrated right there. It's the quality of it. Yep. Now, it's coming down the size of this rocks glass here. Yes. Or this is the... Glen Cairn. Glen Cairn. Glen Cairn. What's... Is that... Is there a meaning behind that? Because you said yes. the streaks? Yes. So the streaks do have a meaning. Uh, there's a couple different things, like the alcohol content you can tell from it. They're called the legs. Okay. And um, you can tell the alcohol content from it based on how thin they are. Okay. And how long they stick around, you can tell different things about it. Yeah. Um, which, like I said, there will be a whole episode on that. But unless you've had other whiskeys, there's mm-hmm. really – you can't tell because you don't know how long it no. normally sticks around. At first, around. I didn't see it until I had it in my hands. It's not something a lot of people notice, right? Because no, you're like, all. oh, they're just swirling it. But then you don't realize some of it stays behind, just yeah. like with anything that gets wet that clings to it, right? So I'm assuming a higher proof would – have a little thinner. runnier, a yeah. thinner, right? Yep. Yeah. That's why you see people swirl it. And then you can hold it to the light. You can look at the color. You can tell a lot. Um, you can't really, you can't, I don't want to say you can tell what the flavor is going to be like from no. the color. Does color show quality? A darker color, better quality? Not color. necessarily, but what it can show you is the age and then also how much water it's been cut with. 
So it'll come out when something says it's like barrel proof. Yeah. They mean that it came out of the barrel into a bottle and you're drinking it. Whereas something like this, it probably came out of the barrel at like 90 proof, 96 proof, let's say, maybe over 100 proof. And then they dilute down to that Distilled 80. water, yes. Okay. Or um, uh, spring water, um, I believe. But uh, it's going to be covered have a big difference on the taste? It'll Yes, actually. Yeah. So a lot of people, and then this is where when you're new to whiskey, you think people sound like they're insane because they're like, <laughs> they're like yeah, that's only 80 proof. And you're yeah. like, only 80 proof? Only if you 80. just started drinking straight whiskey. But something stronger, like 100 proof, is where you can really start picking flavors out. And it's like the alcohol is more intense, but the flavors are more intense that go with it. So that actually does play a big factor. But then also from the color, you get the age of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if you've ever seen with tequila. It's the best example. Um, a darker tequila versus... There's yeah. actually yeah. three classes of tequila for yeah. that reason. And it has to do with how long it's been aged. So a dark tequila is called añejo, which in Spanish <clears throat> in Spanish means old. Yeah. That's what that means. So uh it just means it's aged longer you're getting that char color mixed mm -hmm. into it and some really cheap whiskeys i actually didn't read if this says they'll have they'll be colored but i don't think in a bourbon you're allowed to add artificial coloring actually um but some really cheap especially flavored drinks you're gonna have artificial coloring in it no the kinky vodka that you're drinking is not naturally red <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's colored to be red made from strawberries yeah um but bourbon gets its color well whiskey in general gets its color from the barrels that it is aged in let's Excellent. go for a sip on this okay yeah give her a shot your first straight shot so it's definitely gonna be stronger than before yeah you didn't cough, which normally, which I, normally I know you, you would cough, <laughs> yeah. So that's good. So the slow stepping into it, I think it did help a little bit. For sure. Because usually every sip hits my nose, and you hits my throat, and I'm coughing. Right. All right, so this is your first straight Rebel Yell glass. Anything new Ooh. or more exaggerated? Anything pulling ahead from that last? Pulling it? Yeah, let me try again. Yeah. And think granola bar while you're doing it. Think mm -hmm. about Maybe a little more. Ooh, it's burns. Now it's burning. Now it's burning. Yep. That ooh, there's like a little nutty in it. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, that's another very first. common flavor is a nuttiness. It was at the end. There was like a little bit of nutty. Okay, so you're really getting the granola bar uh -huh. from this. Yeah. So you got the butter, the honey that holds it together. Yeah. I'm tasting cinnamon. You said you weren't earlier. I don't get a lot of cinnamon. Still from, don't but taste that's, it. That's that's cool that you do. I mean. That's the two different palettes, you know? And that's coming from not thinking about what it's supposed to taste like. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that smokiness, and now it's more of like, actually, there is that honey, there is that cinnamon, there is that butter in there. Which, if you tasted this without doing what we just did, or without being oh. trained properly, you're going to be like... It would be awful. Yeah, rubbing alcohol. like that, yeah. Yep. So, that's the benefit of this mm -hmm. technique. Uh, it, I worry that a lot of people get scared away, because they're like... People say straight whiskey tastes good, so maybe they'll buy like a really expensive whiskey. That's the reason we're using Rebel Yell. They'll buy a really expensive whiskey, try it, and be like, I don't like it, so I must not like whiskey if I don't like this $100 yeah. bottle. Well, now, maybe when, you just haven't tasted it. Correctly. When you first sit down and pour a glass, can you taste that right off the bat, or does it take you a couple of sips? Well, that, it depends. Yeah. Um, your palate's going to change dramatically based on what you've eaten already. Mm -hmm. um, if, like, let's say you had a lot of hot sauce on your meal, right? It's going to, like, dilute that palate a little bit. Sauce. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> uh, so then your palate's already going to be so overly stimulated that it's going to be harder to pull out the subtle notes. Um, usually, especially when you're, like, really trying to taste it, you're not just sipping on it. You yeah. want to you do, like, almost a sacrificial sip where it is. It's going to kind of hit you. And it's going to be like, whoa, that's that's strong. And okay. then you do another sip. Like if you do a sip immediately after, yeah. then it's like now your palate's ready for it. Um, but like for me, like we, I just had a meal. Mm -hmm. So it, I, like the first sip of this did not burn very much for me because my palate's already warmed up and yeah. ready to go. You're used to these types of things. Yeah, yeah. Also, I've been <laughs> drinking straight whiskey for a while, yeah. so that definitely helps. Um, but that'll have a huge effect on it. And I know you like cigars, so same idea. You know how if you Fancy have a cigars. huge meal and have a really light cigar afterward, mm -hmm. it's not really – doesn't really taste like a whole lot. So after a big meal, it's usually a really dark cigar, a really punchy cigar. Um, same idea. Yeah. From tasting this, like 
as your appreciation for wine and other things like that went up? Absolutely. My appreciation for anything that is artfully crafted yeah. has gone up tenfold. I mean, even even like a really nice meal. Yeah. Like, it's not something that you really... I was always, I liked really unhealthy foods, and I still do, obviously, uh-huh. but it's like, to me, that's what a good meal was, was like a really big, greasy, cheese-covered, yeah. You got it, side of vegetables. But now, like, a really nice steak, like, because you're so used to contemplating flavors mm-hmm. that it's like, you appreciate it a lot more. Wine, I definitely appreciate a lot more, um, and then cigars with whiskey is just a, it's just a symphony. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite thing to Alt do. orchestra in your mind. It really in your is. Mouth, I it, say. Yep, it really is, and you can, and that's a big thing. You can pair them so that maybe you pair them so they have a flavor in common. Maybe you pair them so that they're different, and yeah. then you get exaggerated notes from each of them, um, which I'm. Down the road, there's gonna be. I keep saying this, but this is the third episode of the show. <laughs> there will got be a lot to go. Yeah, there's a lot to you go, but we will go. get to pairing eventually. Um, but yeah, that is. Uh, it gives you an even deeper appreciation for it. Pairing different whiskeys. Um, so, on that same note, next week or two weeks from now, rather, uh, we're going to do. Pairing whiskey with whiskey, which isn't actually pairing. I'm excited to see what Bryce and other guests have to say about whiskey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I've never really heard their opinion on how they appreciate it or anything like that. Right. I know. I'm not sure what Bryce drinks a lot of whiskey at all. I don't think so. I don't think he even doesn't drink a lot much. of anything. Yeah. yeah. So he uh, he's excited. He's like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll try uh-huh. anything you put in front of me. I said, all right. So. Um, those are the suckers of a guest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, you were smart enough to be nervous yeah, <laughs> coming yeah. into oh, this. I was. Coming into this. You got to be a little bit nervous. Uh, yeah. But yeah, whiskey side by side. You can get a lot more flavors. If I were to go grab another bottle, but I can't because I'm saving it for a different episode. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And you try them side by side, you'd be like, oh, wow, this is two yeah. totally different things. You're breaking my heart because now I kind of want to try another one. Maybe we will. We'll shut the, we'll shut the mic off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what the next review episode is going to be all about. But it's comparison between the two. Let's go through now. We'll do kind of a full review. So usually okay. with a review, Good you do taste. a nose, okay. you do the initial taste, and you do a finish. So let's talk about what it smells like first, right? Swirl it, get, the, get everything uh, evaporating in there. So on the nose, what do you get? Honey. That's yeah. all I get. Yeah. And for me... Maybe it's because you keep saying cinnamon over and over again, and I've been tasting nothing but honey for the past Putting hour. Your mind. Now I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. now I can smell the cinnamon. Still distinct honey. I mean, distinct honey. But definitely, now that you keep saying cinnamon, I'm like looking for it, you know? But I was never a fan of sniffing whiskey. Really? Yeah. Usually I would just go up to it and be like, wow, that's strong. This is going to suck. And your average person is going to go up to a Glencairn, which everything is its strongest oh, right yeah. here, and they're going to go, whew. And they're going to pass out. (laughs) It's going to burn really bad. Absolutely. If you're listening and couldn't see what I just did, I stuck my nose in the glass. And you don't want to do that. (laughs) Um, But if you go right out to where, and that's the thing, it concentrates it so you don't have to get so close Mm -hmm. to it. And you can get a really good scent. But, yeah, that honey, and now that I'm reading the official tasting notes, the butter, you can get that. That granola taste. I think it's the honey and the butter together is like a granola. Yeah. But, okay, so now the first taste, don't worry about the finish yet, but what do you taste when it first hits your tongue and it sits on there for a couple seconds, right? Almost entirely honey for me. Not incredibly complex. Maybe some under undertones of, of your dark fruits, but not if you're not looking for it. It's not going to be there. Uh, and then definitely the oak flavor that you get with a bourbon a lot of the time. I'm definitely taking, tasting the oak at the end. But, yeah. like, when you let it sit on your tongue, I'm not sure what goes through my mind. It's like... It's because it's so much. And it takes a long time to I'm get... I'm trying to point out those flavors. Yeah. But it's like once it's halfway through, then you can finally taste it. But initial taste, I don't I don't really You don't taste get a it. lot. Right. No. And that might be... And that might have to do it with... It might be my experience level. It might be your experience level. It might have to do with the price point. Yeah, it might be you it know? Too. It's like everything else is behind this pane of glass, all these flavors. And it yeah. takes a second for those to get to your tongue. It does. It you takes know? a second. Um... And that's something I can think right off the top of my head. One of my favorite Irish whiskeys does not have that at all. I mean, it hits your tongue and you're tasting the whiskey. Yeah. So that's where when you get into a higher price point, uh, you're going to taste different things. But So when it's sitting on your tongue, before you swallow, but it's still on your tongue, what are you getting? 
before I swallow, it's it's the granola bar. Granola bar. It's the honey, mostly cinnamon, and, and then at the end, it's like the nuts, and it's like the oak. So almost like a Nature Valley bar, but maybe with a little bit of nuttiness. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's not yeah. really that raisin taste. Okay. I, mean, I can taste it a little bit, but it's nothing dramatic. Right. Maybe that's, maybe raisin is why I'm getting dark fruit. Just a mm-hmm. tiny bit. a little bit of cherry you were talking about earlier? Yeah, but if that, I wasn't looking yeah. for it, it wouldn't be there. No. Uh, it's not out front. Uh, but okay, so then the finish sits on your tongue for a minute. You swallow. It's that oak. And then continue to taste. Oak. Then, yeah, continue to taste oak. Yep. Swallow. You're tasting probably honey right now. Yep. I can put in your mind cinnamon. You're probably tasting it. Well, I was actually going to say uh-huh. the cinnamon is way more prevalent for me after I swallow. And it's probably because of the oak. Now, do you taste that oak still? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I'm, if that was something that goes away with time and drinking no. and skills. Oh, no. I still, well, <laughs> oak, like the, the oakiness of a bourbon is my favorite aspect of bourbons. I love that flavor. But, uh, yeah, definitely you still have that cinnamon taste yeah. more in the finish than you do now you're tasting on it. tasting it. You put it in my brain. I, did. I didn't initially. I get all honey and vanilla. But that when I when it hits my tongue, the initial taste, honey and vanilla for me. Honey and vanilla right off the bat. Still a lot of that light, light sugary taste on the finish. But if you're looking for it, there's definitely a little cinnamon in there. Oh, absolutely. But you get a lot of the cinnamon. But I'm glad I... I almost came to that conclusion by yeah. myself almost in a way. I know. When you said granola bar, uh-huh. and I was like, I, th- I think I remember seeing that. And what I look at the oil? notes, and there you go. You got your yep. your raisins, your honey and butter. And I actually didn't read this. You're my witness. I didn't read the finish part yet. But it does say warm spice finish, mm-hmm. which is probably why I'm getting more of the cinnamon on the end. Yes. Um, but I still don't. Th- I think they put it in there, but I don't, know that, I don't know that you would taste it if you weren't looking for it personally. But that might just be you. That might just be me. Yeah, it might I don't, just oh, be Oh, yeah, you. I should say I don't know that I would taste it if I wasn't looking for it. But you definitely did. Yeah, I tasted, tasted so, that. The honey. So. The oak. A little bit of nuttiness. Yeah. I don't get a lot of nuttiness, but I don't, I don't know. know. I did one sip. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was definitely probably. Coming into this, the only time I've ever seen you drink straight whiskey, other than taking shots, you always cough. Oh, and when yeah. you take shots, Absolutely. you cough. What's what does whiskey taste like to you before this? Before this, it was rubbing alcohol. Yeah, it was just it, you, it was just the the fumes that came up through your throat, up through your mouth. It's like I didn't want this in my body. Yep, and you're like, I'm just doing this because I don't want to look like an idiot in <laughs> front sure of everybody. Make sure you put ice so it dilutes it. Yep, yep. Now it's absolutely different. New appreciation. It really is. I might have just got my first longtime listener. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know my brother-in-law, he bought all these bourbons and stuff, and that's his new thing. He's actually getting into tasting them. Right, exactly. He was a b- big beer drinker, and now it's like, okay, maybe I'm going to get this rye or get this wheat whiskey or bourbon. And right. So Exactly. And then, and then so that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. I said, side by side, you'll start to be able to pick that stuff out. He's still got them on ice, so I might have to try to convince Ooh, him to you gotta get, him drinking get them off straight. the ice. Yep. Nothing wrong with drinking it on ice. There are different flavors that come out with the water. There will be an episode about that, but I'm a I'm a big drinking it straight guy. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't think. I know that, for me, I get the most flavor with no ice. Oh, absolutely. Could vary person, per, person uh-huh. to person, but... Uh, but yeah, so basically, have you figured out? That's why I picked you, yeah. and that's why this is one of the first episodes we did the mixing because I knew you are not a whiskey guy. No, oh, as no. of an hour ago, you are not a whiskey guy. Yeah, but now, yeah, you can taste it. Now right? I can taste it. Now I actually take a different step into drinking whiskey. I'm not sure if I'll do it every day. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not sure if I'll do it every weekend. But right. When it comes along, and I want to actually do something a little different. I think I'm, I'm gonna give her a shot. Give a bottle of whiskey. I did not. Pay him to say that, folks. He I did just not want to put that out there. He did not. Uh, <laughs> but no, I'm glad. So that if for those of you listening, if you are tasting whiskey and you're where I was when I first got started, you take a sip and you're like, oh, this sucks, but I want to love it. This is a great way to work your way in. And we just did it in an hour. But if you do it over a longer period of time, you can really get acclimated, especially if uh, if you're not used to alcohol maybe at all. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's, like, brutal. I could imagine. One month of just 25%, 50%, 75 100 Yeah. That would be totally a it, dramatic experience. Exactly. It would totally change your perspective. So it, that's, it might take longer. It would definitely probably take a lot longer for other people. Especially if, like, like we were no stranger to drinking. But, yeah. like, if you're not used to alcohol taste at all. Like, if wine uh-huh. tastes really strong to you, 
whiskey yeah. can take a while to get used to. Oh, absolutely. So uh, it's probably it's my favorite trick to get people to start trying it just because mm-hmm. uh, I don't want people to get scared away from the hobby by, by the harsh flavor that there is if you're not used to it. It's big right now. Bourbon is actually – It's blowing up It's right huge. Now. Especially bourbon. We're in America, so absolutely bourbon is – It's blowing up right now. Um, a lot of people who – realize i think Uh oh there's more behind it than just this harsh taste that i'm tasting i know three people right now that are like starting their own collection going out and getting bottles testing things yep that's how i got started just because i want to try stuff side by side every paycheck i was like i'm just gonna buy a bottle of whiskey and then just keep trying different stuff talking about old jefferson and how it's proofed on a boat yeah gets that flavor through the barrels mixing in the sea and everything right and everything has that different yeah taste to it based on how it was made so All right, cool. Well, I'm glad we got you a new appreciation I for it. I was glad to be on here. Really I, opened my eyes a little bit. Good. That's good. I hope anybody at home that was drinking along with us, if you bought the Rebel Yell, if you're on the email list, I hope you got an appreciation for it. Um, if you're not on the email list, I highly suggest you get yeah. on the email list. Um, I'm going to send out before every month, I'm going to send out the whiskeys I'll be drinking that month with my guests. And you can drink right along with us, just like Justin was. You can hear me say, I'm pouring this ratio, and you can pour it yourself. Any closing comments, Mr. Justin? This is your 15 oh. minutes of fame here. The only thing that I got to say is just keep an open mind and drink about it. Drink about it. Yep. Man. You know my. You know what my slogan is for this? It's learn to drink, drink to learn. But drink about it. Put it in all together. That's, that's a good one. Yep. We might change that eventually. But I like, you know, learn to drink, drink to learn. Kind of gives Think about the it point. takes way too much effort. Just drink about it. Drink about it. You're too clever. Yeah. That. And you know what? <laughs> I'm upset. I yep. I spent a while thinking about it. Whatever. I should have drank about it. Clearly. Should have drank about it. All right. Thank you for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure to go listen to any more episodes that are posted right now and let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, make sure to help spread the word by introducing friends, coworkers, or anyone that you think would be interested. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite streaming platform, rate the show, review the show, and follow on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs to stay up to date. If you want, you can join the email list by sending an email to whiskeynoobspodcast at gmail.com. You'll then be updated every month on what whiskeys I'll be drinking on the show so you can drink right along with me and review it as we go. Thanks again for listening to the Whiskey Noobs Podcast. Learn to drink, drink to learn. The Whiskey Noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.